You are listening to the Mom Halo Podcast. This sweet ear candy will serve up laughs and aha moments as we talk to best-in-class thought leaders. These folks are dropping gems of genius. I'm Melana Kapitz, CEO and founder of the Mom Halo community. I'm a fun, fearless, freckled mom with three wild kiddos. I love to introduce you to ideas and people that will rock your world all while laughing out loud because that is the only way to get through the daily grind of parenthood. Plug in your earphones and let's get to them. Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of the Mom Halo podcast. I need to mention that unfortunately, while I was recording this podcast, my voice did not come out very well, but Nicole Simmons is so amazing. We had to release it. There's so much wisdom, jewels of advice. This podcast could literally change your life. So therefore, we're going ahead with it, despite the fact that my mic is extremely muffled. So on that note, enjoy and please go give Nicole Simmons a huge like and follow on Instagram. Bye. Wouldn't it be great to shop online without worrying about the way something fits or if you got the right size? If you haven't heard of Smithery Style yet, you're going to want to. They're an online shop who has made many appearances at Mom Halo events in the past. They not only sell gorgeous pieces that they like to refer to as elevated basics, but their mission is to have women across the country feel confident in their day-to-day from the moment you step in front of your closet to get dressed in the morning. How do they do that? By helping you figure out your body shape, giving style tips for those shapes, figuring out your wow colors, modeling the clothes on real women, and curating collections each season of the best pieces for all different body shapes. Watch their daily try-ons over at Instagram, Smithery Style, or head to their website to figure out your shape now. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mom Halo Podcast. I'm your host, Elena Kapitz. And we love you so much for listening, so be sure to like, subscribe, and rate us. And I can't wait for you to meet our expert in studio today. Let's give a big mom halo welcome to Nicole Simons. <laughs> welcome, Nicole. How are you? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Happy Friday. It's good to be here today and to talk with you. I'm super excited. Awesome. So, Nicole, can you walk us through who you are and what you do, where you're from? Kick us off, please. Absolutely. So hi, everybody. My name is Nicole Simons. I am a wealth management advisor for my family business, CPN Financial Services. So a quick backstory, you know, CPN Financial was actually started by my dad over 30 years ago. He was a insurance broker and investment advisor and wanted to start a legacy for his family. So he created his own business and named it CPN Financial, and the CPN actually stands for his kids. So the C is for my brother Colin, the P is for my brother Peter, and I'm the N in CPN Financial. So it's a family business, um, and uh, we have been op- in operation, like I said, for over 30 years. We do everything from investments, insurance. Uh, we help our clients, of course, with real estate, and just our main goal is to make sure that our clients are protected on the insurance side of things and making sure they're able to, you know, accumulate and grow well through investing as well. So yeah, that's a bit about me. Nicole, when people are calling you right now, we're in 2023, beginning of the year, what are they calling? What are they asking you about? What do people want to know? Um, I would say right now, people at the beginning of the year, there's always a large influx of people wanting to get their 
their ish together. You know what I mean? Like the previous year could have been a great year or poor year financially. And majority of the time, January, February, people want to get their stuff in line. They want to, you know, either start investing or making sure their investments are, are, are doing well. And just, you know, looking for new and different ways that they can accumulate wealth. So I would say just looking at their portfolios, either getting started or seeing what ways that they can add to their current investment strategy. Okay. So what are current ways that we can generate wealth? What are current ways that we can invest in our strategies? Because I think that's what people are going to really want to know. What's the hot, what, like, it's a very complicated um, ecosystem to navigate. So someone like yourself with so much expertise, with a family legacy of expertise, when someone does call you and they want to navigate the first step, they inherited some money or they have 20% of their savings ready to go, or they sold the property. What's the first thing you're going to tell them with like, you know, their X amount of number? What, where, where, do, where do they take their money? Yeah, great question. Well, I think one of the main things that I like to assess with a client right off the bat is, you know, what's, um, what are their financial goals? You know, what do they want to accumulate financially in life? Are they looking to purchase a home? Are they looking to save for kids' education? Are they looking to start a rainy day fund? Because finding that information out first will help me determine as the advisor what's the best financial vehicle or strategy to use. Because not everybody's situation is the same and not every, you know, investment vehicle is for everybody in the first place, right? So I think the first place to start is, you know, look at um, your short-term and long-term goals. And then from there, we can kind of decipher what you should be doing. So number one, you know, if you're somebody that um, wants to put money away, you know, because you want to purchase a house within the next two to three years, well, you know, we can look at investing, but you have to keep in mind when it comes with investing your money in the market, the market, as you know, you know, fluctuates up and down. So you want to make sure your money is there when it's needed two to three years from now. So that would, you know, Con that would consist of either creating a strategy where our money is maybe saved in more of a high interest account and keep it out of the market. Or if you're someone that really wants to take advantage of how the stock market can give you returns, we can place your money into the market as well. Um, but you have to just know that once your money is in the market, it is going to fluctuate and, you know, there are ups and downs, right? So you just got to be mindful of that. Explain to me the difference between those two items. We're talking about High risk with high reward and sort of more modest risk with less reward, but maybe something more uh, dependable. What is, what is this? I know this is going to be a big one. What is the stock market? Like what actually is the stock market? What are we actually investing in, in a TFSA? What do these things actually mean? They're just words to most people. They're just you, words. They're just letters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, so those are, those are two different questions. So essentially the stock market is a way that, you know, one of the ways I, I would say companies can raise capital is by releasing um, stock or AKA shares, the general public like me and you. So when companies release, you know, an X amount of shares to the public, um, when we buy these shares for whatever that price is, that company can raise funds to expand, you know, their company with that money. And the way that we make money off of stocks is when we acquire stock and add to our investment portfolio, our hopes is that by investing within these companies that we believe in or that we feel might, might be the next best thing, um, is that when this company performs and does well, the stock price will increase. 
So therefore, when we purchase a stock and the stock price increases, we make a profit because if we bought it for $10 and after a year, that $10 stock is now worth 20, well, we've made profit, right? So the whole point of us investing in the stock market is to invest in companies that you feel are going to do great in the future. And when that company, of course, takes their business to the next level, then your money will grow with the company as well. Okay. So that's why we invest in the actual stock market. Now, like they have Disney stock or Amazon stock, or they have, you know, um, I don't know. I remember that was a big one, was it? Google? Um, Google, that was, um, was one of the, like business administration ones that a lot of people were buying back in the day. Anyways, that's when you hear people say like they bought a stock because they believe in it's sort of a gamble, right? Yeah, essentially it is because, you know, once again, the stock market is very volatile. Volatile means that it goes up and down. So we're investing in this company in hopes that, you know, with their expansion, with them, you know, releasing uh, new services, technology, you know, that um, their stock price goes up. But it is a gamble because some companies don't do well. Some companies do release services or different things that flop. And when it flops, um, it's reflected in their share price. <laughs> so therefore, you know, if that company is doing poorly or they invested their money poorly or whatnot, your stock price can go down as well. So the past few years have been pretty volatile. 2020 um, actually was a fantastic year. It didn't start off very well in the beginning of 2020, but due to everybody staying at home, you know, a lot of people not going out due to COVID, a lot of the companies that we use we called them stay-at-home companies like the Netflix, the Googles, the Amazon. We were taking advantage of those because we were home all the time. We weren't going out. We were buying things. So those share prices skyrocketed. So anyone that was invested in, in companies like that, they made you know a good amount of money. But things have started to turn around a little bit because now that COVID is kind of tapering off and the world has somewhat opened back up again, a lot of these companies' share prices have now declined a little bit now because, you know, we're out and about now. We're shopping. We're not buying as much online. So, yeah, you know, you can never time the market. There's always going to be good times and bad times. You just got to roll with the punches. I love that. Yeah, I remember Zoom was a big one, obviously. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, we sit there chatting on it. Um, Okay, so that's the stock market. What is a TFSA? What does that actually mean? And why should we have one, Nicole? So a TFSA stands for a tax-free savings account. And essentially, a TFSA is nothing more than an investment vehicle you can use to invest. Now, I want to stress the word invest because a lot of people have a TFSA, but they simply use it as a savings account. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, the main problem is when you put money into a TFSA and the money's not invested and it's just sitting there in a savings, you're not actually accumulating any interest. And the whole purpose of using a TFSA is that any interest that you make in that vehicle, you get to keep, right? It's a tax-free. You don't have to, you don't have to pay any taxes on the interest that you make. But if you just have it simply sitting as a savings account with no investment, well, what are you saving taxes on? Nothing. Right. So you're not actually using the vehicle for what it's made for. So I want to stress that if you do have a TFSA, um, invest your money. You know what I mean? Even if it's conservatively, invest within it because having a TFSA is not the investment. It's what you have inside the TFSA, which is the actual investment. And now a word from our mom, Halo podcast sponsor. 
Who needs superheroes when we have moms? Leanne Kim is my go-to resource when it comes to anything starting or growing a successful side hustle or business. She was my business coach for years and has helped tons of the moms in my community build profitable businesses. Leanne knows marketing and sales so well, and she's helping women just like you change their world with their products and services. Leanne has a program starting as low as $59 a month, which makes her the best investment for new business owners looking to take their dream to the next level. I'm very new to this, but I'm starting to do this. <laughs> I TFSA, and I just put money in it, and I'm trying to figure out what I do next. So I'm going to call you after this call. Nicole, so you can for coach sure. me. I hired the company. Man, I love that so much. Okay. So as women, obviously, and often parenting folk are quite interested in their kids' education. I know we have the ability to contribute to our kids' educations um, annually. What is, what is, is it education savings or the RRSP? Like what, what's the actual product when we're looking at our kiddos' future? For sure. So when it comes to education savings, the number one tool um, that I say that people use the most would be the RESP, which is a registered education savings plan. So this is an investment vehicle that parents can use and not even just parents, grandparents can, can use it too for grandkids, but you can use this vehicle to invest for your child's education. So the reason why you want to use an RESP is because when you place your money into this investment vehicle, the government actually contributes as well. So the government will give you up to 20% um, of your money uh, per year, up to a max, of course, there is a cutoff, but you want your money to grow. And the whole point is that if you start this RESP early enough, by the time your kids start school at age 17 or 18, hopefully you would have built up a nice little nest egg for them to use. And in order for that nest egg to grow, you want to have it invested because, yeah, you can simply just save money yourself in another account, but if you can get free money from the government, why wouldn't you want that, right? So if you put in, for example, $2,500 for the year, the government will give you 500 bucks, like 500 bucks. That's free money. So it's really important that I stress that my clients open this up because, like I said, your money is sitting there, it's growing, it's compounding. And you're getting that extra push from the government in terms of them putting in that extra money. So RESPs are fantastic. I love that. Okay, so tell me about the next step. So we talked about, sorry, we talked about um, education savings. And we now talked about TFSA. We talked about the stock market. And for so many women, this is like a super confusing thing. They don't even think about it. What is a RRS, RRSP? Is that what yeah. you're talking Yes. So the RRSP is a registered retirement savings um, account or plan for the P for plan. So it can be used either way. But um, an RRSP simply is um, uh, another investment vehicle um, that you can use to save for your retirement. So a lot of people, you know, depending on you could be self-employed, um, you could work for an employer. But a lot of times, you know, we don't really think about retirement until we're getting up there in age. And one of the things that I want to stress is that you really should think about retirement a lot sooner than that, because before you know it, it'll creep up on you. And if you don't have enough money put away, well, let me let me just take a step back. If you retire at age 65 and you live, you know, till age 80, 85, 
you know, that's a good 20, 30 years that you're not working. Where is that money going to come from to, you know, supplement your lifestyle, right? People who think that the government takes care of you when you're retired, they don't. You do get some money from the government, but it's very minimal compared to what you are making. And if you plan, you know, to to live this fantastic lifestyle in retirement, traveling the world, you know, um, um, traveling all over the place with your spouse, or even if you're single, the money's got to come from somewhere, right? To supplement this new lifestyle of yours because you're not working. So having an, uh, a retirement savings plan is fantastic because you don't get any contributions from the government, but you can put money into an RRSP. It can grow and accumulate tax-free, and you'll basically get a tax deduction come tax time. So the money that you place into an RRSP, at tax time, you will get a slip showing how much you put in for the year, and it does reduce your, your taxable income. And when you take it out at 65, is it tax then? Absolutely. So by 65, you're technically not supposed to be working, so you should be in a lower tax bracket. So when you reach 65, if you decide you want to retire then, you can convert your RRSP into what we call a RIF. And from there, um, they'll advise, you know, the amount that you can take out per year. There's like a minimum and a maximum, but you'll get into that, of course, once you retire. But anyways, at that point, you will be taxed, but hopefully you're in a much lower tax bracket because you're no longer working. So an RRSP, it's not a tax-free account, it's a tax-deferred account. Your money grows tax-free while you're still working. But of course, once you retire and it's time to take the money out, then they'll start to charge you tax. So it's a tax-deferred plan. For me as an entrepreneur, the idea of retirement feels like such a unbelievable moment in life. <laughs> so um, it'd be a good idea if I hadn't had one yet to start opening it, right? Because 30 years comes up quickly. Absolutely. And you know what? Even as a self-employed person, you know, um, I'm self-employed myself and RSPs work great for me because um, when I place my money into an RSP, once again, like I just mentioned, I get that, you know, slip showing how much I put in and it reduces my taxable income. So if you're someone that makes, you know, a lot of money, you know, per year, it can really help you because if you find that you're paying back a lot of money to the government, because maybe you don't have a lot of write-offs, maybe you don't have, have a lot of business expenses, that RRSP can help reduce your taxable income. So for me, it works. Not for everybody. Not everybody likes RRSPs and, you know, it's not the path for everybody. But for me, it definitely works to my advantage. A max you can put in or contribute? Yes, there is a max that you can put in um, and that you can determine or see, actually, if you have a um, CRA account, you can log in or create an account and uh, you'll find your RSP contribution and TFSA contribution room on your CRA account. But yes, there is a max. This is the thing. When I even think about CRA, I get so nervous. What? <laughs> a tax man. What? What is it about? What? Is it because we're so financially illiterate or... Why you say a CRA and like for me to log into that website, I'm like, absolutely no, thank you. <laughs> you don't want to know. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, why is that? Why are we so scared of them? I don't know. You know, I do find that, you know, not everybody has like, you know, CRA issues per se. That could just be a result of some previous trauma that, you know, people have gone through. I don't know. But, you know, with money on a whole, I think a lot of people are just scared. You know, I had one client last week say that because things just seem so complicated, she just doesn't bother to like get into it. And I think for a lot of moms, that's what it is. Like it just seems so, so 
um, intricate. It just seems so complicated that it's like, nah, you know what? I don't know what it is. I don't want to know. Let me just keep doing what I'm doing. But you're really doing a disservice to yourself when you do that, because when you don't actually take the time to look into things like that, once again, you're going to be stuck with the same habits that you've been doing year over year. And number two, your money is not growing. It's not compounding. And it's going to take you that much longer to actually reach any financial goals that you have. So even if the idea of investing is scary to you, talk to me, find an advisor, go to your local bank. You know, that's actually what we're here for, to help explain these things to you um, in a way that you can understand. And I mean, I think I do a pretty good job of breaking things down to my clients where they know what the hell is going on. But yeah, that's what we're here for. Don't think you need to take it on all by yourself. Seek professional financial help. No, and I think this is a great example. Like you are already schooling me. You're dropping gems. And it's <laughs> I am learning things that I did not know. So I love that so much. And I find myself to be a quite with it chick, but these are things that I really don't know or haven't taken the time to know. You know, how much time did I spend researching strollers? You know, right. like I could spend some time becoming financially literate with my, with my portfolio. Walk us through some of the real estate uses now, because I think there's a lot of conversation about obviously inflation. I don't think people really know what inflation means. Maybe you can walk us through, but also about, the uh, the mortgage rates skyrocketing for folks who have been buying houses in the two percent and now things are like five six percent that's scary so yeah. what is inflation and what's happening with real estate in canada right now yeah so i mean going to the real estate real quick um yeah the past two years have been kind of crazy um i'm not a, a real estate agent by any means but i mean due to the central bank's raising the rates and they've raised the rates in order to help keep inflation down. So inflation over the past two years has gone sky high and inflation is really nothing more than the costs of living, the cost of our goods and services. As you can see at the grocery stores is the primary example. I can't believe like a cucumber is like two ninety nine or something. Like it's insane. I used to pay 69 cents. Yeah, 99 cents is like a deal now. Yeah. Yeah. Like 99 cents for a cucumber is like crazy to me. But yeah. And it's so weird because back in the day when I would have my financial talks, I would talk about inflation and how, you know, the cost of living goes up every year. And if you're not invested in the market, you're not even keeping up with inflation. I always actually use the example of McDonald's. Back in the day, you know, at lunch, I would go to my girlfriend with my girlfriends to McDonald's back in like grade five or grade six or whatever. And, you know, a McChicken combo used to be $4.99. Now the actual McChicken sandwich alone is $4.99 or $5.99. You know what I mean? That's a clear example of what, you know, inflation is. It's, it's what you are using and buying every day increasing over time. So anyways, the central banks are trying to, you know, get inflation back in order. So they've raised the rates to kind of slow down the spending and all of that. And with that, rates for mortgages, loans have increased dramatically. And, you know, my heart goes out to all the people with variable rates who mortgages have, you know, payments have gone through the roof because with that rate increase comes the increase in payment, right? So we see it all around us. I mean, I live in a very rural, small town. I don't even have a Tim Hortons, okay? So the thought of a, of a house in my area being a million dollars a year ago is insane, considering that I live in a small town. 
So that just kind of shows the fact how inflation grew so much where like even in rural areas now, um, houses, prices of houses were skyrocketing. You really have to go to the country, country, country to get somewhat of like a deal. Right. So it's all around us. It's all around us. It's, it's, it's impacting us heavily. But hopefully I would hope, Lana, you know, within the next year, year and a half, things will somewhat get back to normal. But slowly but surely it, it will get there. Yeah, Nicole, it's so smart. And I love how you just explained that. I think that was a beautiful analogy from McDonald's to the cucumber. I think people don't understand. What I don't understand is that even though these things have happened, I don't really see people slowing down their spending. <laughs> Cucumbers, not buying McDonald's, not buying houses. Like people are still buying, right? So it's a really, really silly time to sort of try <laughs> navigate this stuff right now. Um, I love that so much. Okay, so we talked about inflation, and then we talked about real estate. Um, if there's anything else you want people to hear today, Nicole, if there's nothing else that they take from this podcast, what do you want people to remember about you about this moment? Um, you know, my one word of advice. I think I'm going to go back to what I said before is just reach out for help. This is, I'm talking to all the moms out there who don't have a TFSA yet, don't have an RESP, don't even know, you know, what the retirement plan looks like. Like a lot of you have put it off simply because you don't know where to start. You don't know where to begin. You don't know what you should have, shouldn't have, what you can afford to have. And those are things you're not going to figure out on your own. I mean, you can if you take the time to research, but we're busy. We're moms. You know, I have a one-year-old. Um, I have no time to myself anymore. My life's totally changed. Um, and yours, I'm sure, is the same. You're busy. So schedule, craft out some time to reach out to a financial professional and get some help. Look at your financial plan. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be in the next two years, three years, 10 years? And have somebody craft out a plan for you to get there because things are crazy right now. But it's not always going to be this way. So now would be a fantastic time to position yourself, whether it's in the stock market or not, to set yourself up for financial success in the future. There's no time better than right now to start. Yes, five years ago might have been better, but hey, you are where you are today right now. So just start is my one word of advice. I freaking love that, Nicole, with all of my heart. I know you also are a new mom, so congratulations. Mm -hmm. I remember... Oh, shit, she's a mom now. Awesome. I love that so much. And you're right. Like, I think we defer and we defer because we don't know or we're scared. And then it's sort of like too little, too late. And it's like anything else, like, you know, start with an inch and see where that mile can go. And somebody like you is the perfect person to ask for advice on this thing. So tell us, Nicole, where can people find you? Absolutely. So if you are a social media junkie, you can definitely find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is advisor on the go. So you can find me on there, Facebook, Nicole Simons Wealth Solutions. And if you want to know more about myself and my company, Google us at uh, CPN. So Kat, Peter, Nancy, financial services.com. Uh, and yeah, definitely reach out. You can schedule a consultation via my Instagram page. I'd love to connect with you, know more about your financial situation and set you up for financial success. Nicole, honestly, I think I'm going to book right after this call. <laughs> I have all of a sudden some stuff I've come into, some cash money, and I'm scared and I'm running that direction. So I'm going to run toward you and towards the solution because I don't have all those products and it's about time. It's about that time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you, Nicole. You're the best. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a great day. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and like. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Mom Halo podcast, I'd love your support by sharing it with others, posting about us on social, or leaving a really good rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the Mom Halo. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Cookies and Cribs Sleep Consulting helps parents like yourself teach healthy, independent sleep habits from the age of newborn to five years old. Alana Ozeal will teach your little one to sleep through the night, give you and your partner your nights together, and that little break that we all need at the end of the day. Cookies and Cribs will create a personalized sleep plan for your little one to give you the confidence and support each day working together. Book your free consultation today on the website and receive 10% off your services.